When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Allen looking, looking. On the go, looking. Still looking and it's incomplete. And now you got to bring out Bass to try to tie this at 147. Now here's Bass. We talked to Sean McDermott after his one for three performance last week. He said he has tremendous support in the building. If he has to make one for us, the game on the line, he will. 44 yards, Bass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo. This is so intense, Jim. It's not over here right now. But Kansas City is yep. definitely in the driver's seat. Mahomes knows how big that was right there. What do you say to Tyler Bass in that situation? You know, I wish it wouldn't have been put in that situation. You know, that's, it's, you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. You know, one play doesn't define a game, it doesn't define a season. I know people are going to be out there saying that. Um, you know, we got to be, be there for him because, again, we, we, we execute a couple plays prior. You know, probably singing a different tune right now. It is absolutely brutal in the NFL, and it was for the Bills again yesterday for the third time in four years. The Chiefs ended their season. As I welcome in Ben Graham. Morning, Ben. Oh, good morning, Jules. That it was such a dramatic weekend of NFL action. It's been a fantastic year, and with a tinge of sadness, there's only three games remaining. <laughs> But that was another instant classic between these two teams led by two great quarterbacks. But for it to end like that, and I know that it is a team game and there's lots of plays throughout a game that we can refer to that they shoulda, woulda, coulda. But when you miss a field goal in that circumstance, wide right, and they referenced it in the commentary, wide right, Scott Norwood was the kicker for the Buffalo Bills in Super Bowl 55, and he went wide right, which cost them... <laughs> One of those four losing Super Bowls. So the Bills Mafia are distraught right now. So if you know a Buffalo Bills fan, put your arm around them. (laughs) There's always next year. But unfortunately for them, their year ends at the hands of the Chiefs once again. So what does it all mean for Tyler Bass, Ben? I mean, obviously his teammates rally around him and they say all the right things. But, you know, as a punter, and we saw what happened with Aaron Sipos last year, a couple of bad punts and it's game over. What does it mean for, for Tyler Bass's future at the Bills? Well, it's it's a brutal industry, Jules. I mean, I played for three teams in the one year. I understand <laughs> the business side. Of it, And we also saw it in the Packers 49ers game with Anders Carlson missing a crucial field goal, which potentially would have sent it to overtime. And 
And Matt Lafleur just said, I just shut my eyes, which is not a, a great thing to say, backing <laughs> up your kicker. But, look, you can have a perfect season, and in the biggest moment, you make an error like that. Now, you know, there was a bit of wind, and it was up the end where there is a wall of wind in Highmark Stadium. But, look, I mean, he's a good kicker. So let's not define him and define that game by that missed field goal as much as the Bills fans will want to see the back of him. But it is a brutal industry. But what you've got to remember is the special teams are a third of the game. They're a phase in the game that is largely overlooked throughout the season. But we've seen it in the playoffs, how important it is with these missed kicks, with a punt return for a touchdown uh, for the Houston Texans, a big return set up for the Packers. So they, it is important, shouldn't be overlooked, but a mistake like that, uh, amongst others that the, that the Bills made, mind you, just culminated in that, uh, in that loss against the Chiefs team that seemed to have struggled throughout the regular season, but it hit their straps during the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, once again, first road playoff win. Can you believe that? Other than the Super Bowl, obviously, but uh, they have always gone through Arrowhead, the AFC. So that was a big result for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And now he becomes the most winningest playoff quarterback, 13 playoff wins now under the age of 30. So he's in uh, a stratosphere of his own right now, Patrick Mahomes. So when you look back on that game, did the Bills blow it or did the right team win? Well, it's a good question because, you know, the Bills' lack of, getting to Super Bowls over this last five-year period with Josh Allen has been more about Josh Allen's performance, but he was still very good. They ran for 182 yards against this Chiefs defense, which is going to find it challenging against the Ravens running uh, offense. But you ask the question, what do the Bills have to do now? They got beaten by a team led by a quarterback that I mean, I'd prefer to have the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands in any game, particularly in the final quarter. That third quarter, with the amount of lead changes, it was really anyone. For it to come down for a kick at the end of a game like that, I mean, yes, you can contribute so many other things throughout the game, but you got to, the Buffalo Bills were nowhere to be seen five weeks out from the end of the season. The Dolphins led that division by three games. They came home with a storm. I've been talking about they've learnt the lessons of the past. They seem to get things back on track despite the injuries on defence. But unfortunately for Bills fans, you can't replace the kicker and expect to win the AFC Championship game or get to the AFC Championship game next year. There's lots uh, else to be considered in the off-season. But I'm still a fan of Josh Allen, and he's got a few good years left in him, Bills fans. So the Lions got the job done again, uh, beating the Buccaneers. I want to take you back to the game uh, between the 49ers and the Packers. Well, the Packers pushed them all the way, and that was a test for the for the 49ers, and in particular Brock Purdy, which they, they passed just. Well, they did, and, you know, everyone was expecting the 49ers to win. The Packers are the first seventh seed to win a playoff game last week, dominating the Cowboys. But they were really competitive, and... You know, there's a bright future in Green Bay. So despite losing that game, and again, a missed field goal cost them the opportunity of forcing an overtime and a, and a late interception wasn't a great throw by Jordan Love either. I think the 49ers deserve to win this game. 
But they were a little rusty coming off the bye, resting their starters week 18. Uh, Devo Samuel such an important part of their offense. And if you remember back to when the 49ers had their three-game losing streak, Devo Samuel exited the game early against the Browns. They went on to lose. They lost the two, next two games without Devo Samuel. He goes out injured with a shoulder this game, and they did again struggle on offense without him. Now, there's no fracture in his shoulder, so the signs are good, but he's still going to be a game-time decision. He's so important to their offense, um, but they were good enough to get the job done late, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. But in an amazing stat, Kyle Shanahan as coach in 30 games has never come from behind in the fourth quarter. This is the first time in Kyle Shanahan's coaching tenure that they've had to come from behind in the fourth quarter. So they showed some grit. Brock Purdy, he didn't play that well during the game, but that final drive and Christian McCaffrey was awesome again. Uh, but the 49ers, I mean, like the Chiefs going to their sixth straight AFC Championship game, the 49ers are going to their fourth in five years. So they are two good teams. We know they're littered with talent. Uh, but the, 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 the 49ers, I think, deserve the win. Although I think this sets up a great game against the Lions because the Lions, we're calling them the people's team <laughs> because... It's a fairy tale, really. First time in 32 years going back to the NFC Championship game. Uh, it, it was a fantastic win in Detroit for the second week in a row over the Buccaneers. But I think that this sets up a great matchup because the 49ers, they allowed the Packers to run the ball really well. Aaron Jones rushed for over 100 yards, and it's the first time in 51 games the 49ers have allowed a 100-yard rusher. And we know on the line side of the ball, they've got David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, which can run the ball really well. Such a talented offense for the Lions. But, uh, Jules, we could talk about this all day. (laughs) What it boils down to is we've got the conference championship games ready to go on Monday, and it certainly shapes to be a great day. So if if you can't take the day off to watch it on Seven Mate, you can listen to it on SEN, Jules. Absolutely. You and Geordie uh, will take everyone through it. So first up, it's the Ravens and the Chiefs. The Ravens looked awesome. 34-10 over the Texans. You mentioned the Chiefs and Patty Mahomes, their great playoff record. Are they good enough to go to Baltimore and get it done? Well, you can never write the Chiefs off in the playoffs. We've seen it. Such a contrast to someone like the Cowboys. The best team in the regular season, 36 wins, the most of any team, get to the playoffs and stink. Chiefs have struggled through the season, drop passes, bad penalties. You get to the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes, and they go bang. So I give the Chiefs every chance. It's going to be tough, though, against this Ravens defense, who have been so good, uh, particularly in recent times, but especially on the weekend against the Houston Texans. They ran for over 220 yards as a team. Lamar Jackson, such a dual threat, but that defense, He's going to hunt Patrick Mahomes down. They're going to have to stop the run. Isaiah Pacheco runs hard. And Travis Kelsey, obviously, has hit some form with a couple of touchdowns. This should be this should be a great game. First AFC Championship game in Baltimore in 51 years. Mark Andrews might be back off IR after his injury. Certainly looking forward to this one, Jules. But I think the Ravens have shown they've been the best team consistently it's consistently all year in the AFC. It's going to take Patrick Mahomes one last mighty effort to get a, the job done here in Baltimore. I'm going to take the Ravens by three. 
Just one more before I let you go, Ben, on the on the Tyler Bass situation. I'm interested to get your thoughts here because you played in the AFL and you're involved in various roles as well. Uh, as happens in American sport, no matter what happens in the game, you are available to the media after the game. So Tyler Bass had to stand there yesterday, take all the questions about what went wrong with that kick. And we know the AFL this year are going to open up the rooms after the game for 20 minutes. Everyone needs to be available. How do you think that will go? with AFL players, particularly if there is a moment in the game late where someone misses a shot, they've pretty much been protected over the years, but now they're going to have to speak. Yeah, well, being a player in both sports and an administrator in the AFL, uh, it will take a little bit of time to get used to by players and the teams, uh, but they need to embrace it. When I started in the NFL and it was right there in front of you after every practice and every game, you do have to make yourself available. It's part of your contract. It's part of the fan engagement and the media requirements to be able to sell the sport. Now, I know that AFL clubs can be quite insular with uh, picking and choosing who they put out there. This will change the landscape. But there are only so many stories to tell. Mm. So in an NFL locker room, all the media would hang around the one player for the one story. But what I can feel can happen in the AFL is you'll have 50 media accredited media and they'll try and get their own story. So there'll be 50. They want every player to tell their story or their account of how things played out. So that'll be interesting to watch. But I think this is a natural progression. You're seeing it with sports all around the world. It's just how quickly these teams and players can adjust. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll be a good thing uh, in the long run. Ben, thanks as always for your time. We can't wait for the championship games this weekend. I'm sure there'll be drama left, right and centre. Enjoy. Thanks, Jules. You too. Ben Graham talking all things NFL. So it's a big day. Monday morning, uh, Australian time, uh, 7 a.m. It's the Ravens v. the Chiefs and then followed at 10.30 a.m. It's the 49ers and the Lions and then the Super Bowl 12th of February, Las Vegas, 10.30 a.m. our time uh, for the big one in American sport. Let's get our final breakaway. Dwayne Russell, not too far away. We'll get a bit of a preview of what's going on in Dwayne's world. This has been mornings for Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on right now.